You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Sarah, it was amazing. It's like I lived out everything I'd just done oh, during the day, only at God. night. And it was like first person, so I was the one on the ship. And then I could actually, I could swim like forever. So I could go like way down underneath How do you stuff. feel about my Fitbit talk is how I'm starting to feel about your pirate talk. Um, it was pretty amazing. <laughs> and I have to say, I was pretty badass in it, Sarah. I was not just a pirate. I was an assassin pirate. And uh, that's kind of a big deal. It's kind of an added in extra bonus to it. Wow. I found an addiction again. I know. Wrong. And you're not supposed to do that. I know. I slipped up. Oh, God. It happened. <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nebler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the Internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Um, all right. We've, we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to get to today. Do want to remind everybody, if you want to pick up some Fun Employment Radio gear, some, some shirts some and some swag. Hats. Oh, I hate the word swag. No, we're not going to use the word swag. Well, I already did. All right. All right. Some Fun Employment Radio swag. <laughs> <laughs> Go to funemploymentradio.com slash store. That is where we've got our newer shirts that are on there. We still have some of the five-year anniversary shirts left. We've got our hats, which now is the time to get your hat before the weather starts changing to be nice. And then you'll then you'll want a good you hat. You need a hat with a brim. You need to block that Portland sunshine. Or wherever you are. Or you don't have to get it are. in Portland. You don't have to be just in Portland. No, Sarah. you can be anywhere. Anywhere in the that's world. A, that's the freedom of hats. It absolutely is. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> we will not oppress anyone from wearing a hat wherever you are. Yes. So go there. Funemploymentradio.com slash store. Oh, my God. Right. You and the pirate thing. Like, I heard you talk about it this weekend when we were out for beers with friends. Okay. And now you're still talking about it. I'm And s- now you're dreaming about it. <laughs> well... Yeah, pretty much. So here's the thing. Uh, Should we bring on our super secret guest of this? your fellow nerd, because you guys were talking about this, and I was trying to get you to stop. Okay, well, I feel like I need a little bit of an explanation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the ticket right there. Oh, man, is that what I think it is? I just got sleeping darts yesterday. Oh, did you really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have sleeping darts, and then I have berserk darts. What does that even mean? Well done, Captain Kenway. Thank you. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fun Employment Radio. (laughs) Aaron Duran. No, the berserk darts are amazing. Sleep yeah. darts are kind of cool, but the berserk darts are great. Oh, it's awesome. I didn't know that it would turn them crazy, and then they, yeah. like, they fight each other. And it kills them. Yeah. It's awesome. After the berserk wears off. It's pretty amazing. What? So, here's the deal. I've talked about this before on the show. Where I love the soundtrack of this. I need to do this show on drive time sometime. It's actually pretty. I don't, I don't know anything about soundtrack. the game. All I know is that it's pirates, and there's something called berserk darts. So, I, I've, I've admitted this here on the show before, <laughs> where I... Um, have a problem when it comes to video games. It's why I don't own a console myself because I. But for some reason, you just keep happening addicted. upon roommates that have them. I'm making my confession, sir. This is where I'm coming clean. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm and he's been strong clean. before because I left you a copy of Skyrim and yeah. you never touched it. Yep. Which is probably for the best. Yep. <laughs> so I have this addiction to video games where, especially if, if I start playing them. Now, it's one thing playing like the FIFA video games. Like those ones, the sports games, it's done at the end of the 20 minute game and then that's it. I don't have to worry about it anymore. So, and then you're free. And then I'm free. Yeah, because I don't play it on like you're a not mode or anything. by your addiction. No, it's one game, and I have to have somebody else to play against me. The problem is, yesterday I was left to my own devices for for a Sunday afternoon. Now I had work I was supposed to do, but it's also Sunday afternoon. It was raining outside. <laughs> it's like, oh well, I guess I can't do the yard work. It's pouring down rain. You were tricking yourself into thinking you were going to do yard work. I do yard work. He does. Remember, we've talked about him, his electric chainsaws. Oh, sure. Oh, like when I you, do plenty of yard work. I don't when know. When you what cut the cord of your um, thing in half, I didn't last say time. I do yard work well, uh-huh. but I do yard When you own a house, you have to. I have no choice. But it was kind of nice that it was pouring down rain, so I didn't have to. 
And then, you know, both my roommates are gone, so I'm just sitting there in the living room, man by himself, and I was like, huh, look at that right there. That's a that's a pirate video game right there. Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> well, so on top of that, it's a, an Assassin video game. Yeah, Assassin's Creed 4, Black Flag. Assassin's Creed 4, Black, Black so Flag. Much fun. I wonder there's what that nothing, game's there's like. There's absolutely nothing else you could possibly do between the spectrum of yard work and playing a pirate video game. Well, it was right there tempting me, Sarah. Yeah. I was there alone. Like, I had a break where I had something planned, and then the plans, which is why I always need to have plans, because there it was, just staring at me. Also, just, you're fighting for freedom in that game, kind of. <sighs> oh, Mainly gold. It was gold. calling to God. me. It was sitting there like, Greg, hey, you, you know, it's cold outside, and it's raining, <laughs> nice and warm in here, the couch, the living room's all clean. Don't have to clean that one. And if you and want to experience the rain about getting here. wet, you can get storms, the storms show up in that game. Oh, yeah. That's all the well, time. I went through a hurricane, too. So I was like, well, maybe. Did you deal with a rogue wave yet? Mm, yes. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> I'll just throw it in for a minute. We'll throw it in for a minute. We'll just take a look at it. No. You know, we're oh, not no. going to play it. We're not, not going to start one. it. We're oh, just so gonna... you didn't know what the game was like. You just saw it sitting there. I've seen other people play it. I try to look away from those things because I know how much I would like them. But I was just like, well, we'll just we'll throw it in for a minute, you know, and then we'll get back to doing all the other stuff we need to do. And we being I'm talking to myself as though I'm a we. And so I, I, I put it in there. Wow. And then I just I started playing a little bit. And it's like, oh, well, here I'm I'm in the Bahamas. And I've got swords and there's um, Spanish guys and then there's some English guys and then French guys try to kidnap me. And all of a sudden, before I know it, I'm like. It's probably about three and a half hours into it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Three and, you already, and a half hours. And you already probably. raided that Spanish galleon. Yeah. Which means you haven't met him yet, but you've. So you haven't met Blackbeard yet. Nope. But you've seen him in action. So that part when you raid, before you raid the gallon, you hear that voice saying, there he goes. Yes. You know, he's good for a wee bit of chaos when we need it. And all those guns go off and disable the gallon so you can raid it. Yeah. That's the Queen Anne's revenge. That's Blackbeard. What? Yeah. You end up working with him. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. You end up working with real historical pirates. You meet, you know, Bonnie Anne, Blackbeard, Uh, Captain Kidd, all of them. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. It kind of pulls you in. It's kind of a magical pretty much. Game. I've been get, I've I've been able to be an assassin and a pirate, and on top of that, I have, I have sleeping darts, which I already talked about. I do have sleeping darts, yeah. and then I have berserk darts, and then I can run around and I can I like went into a temple, and then there was these Templar knights too that are thrown in there, and so you have to sneak around like them. It's like you're speaking in like double speak. So here's understand. the thing: in the ancient order of the day, the Templar knights want to create order oh in the world, God. but they do it by oppressing humans in all these subtle ways. So the order of assassins rise up to fight against the Templars, so that humanity can have true freedom. So you're an assassin fighting yes. for true well, freedom. Well, he's working with the assassins, but at this stage, Edward Kenway is really only out for himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm yeah. a pirate too. I'm telling you. So I know the main missions are fun. Do as many side missions as you can because you've got to build up the Jackdaw. Oh yeah. Well, the it's Jackdaw. All- What's the Jackdaw? Well, that's my ship. Your ship. Okay. Named after his lady love, the Jackdaw. And, and so here's the thing: I played it for like the the three out. Three and a half hours, and I played it. I like it. So if he's saying three and a half hours, Aaron, you know it's he cut it in half. It's seven. No, I played it for a while, and then I sat it down. I was like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. And then it's like, well, Walking Dead's on in about an hour. I got an hour here. I'm sitting right here, just kind of down here and doing some stuff. Well, like, we'll throw it back in a bit. Just finish the one more mission. Wow, you got to do the side hour. missions and build up and get yourself stronger, but you've got to pump up the jock You've got to install mortars. Well, here's the thing. Heavy cannon for broadsides. You've got to increase the hull armor on the ship. Oh, Have you so finished this game, Aaron? I Does... finished it yesterday. Oh, my God. <laughs> I beat it. I, the <laughs> so ending is amazing. you guys were both playing. It's probably simultaneously I, I, yep, yesterday. I beat it yesterday. By the way, the jackdaw <laughs> for me is at 100%. There's nothing I can, except for some the legendary ships are still giving me problem. There's secret legendary ships in the corners of the map. What? And they're huge. They're oh like my God. beasts. So hard to take down. 
Have you attacked your first fort? Have you taken out your first fort? No. <gasps> so much fun. Not yet. You actually attack the fort, obviously, because you're in a ship from the ocean. Oh what? And they shoot back at you, and they'll send in other ships, and you're fighting off ships while hitting the fort. That's great. Once you destroy the battlements, then you have to dock the ship and then raid the fort with your crew. It's being questioned really quick in the chat. Rick Rutherford is asking if this is a video game or a gay porn that we're talking about. Kind of sounds like a gay porn a little bit. Whatever. It's piracy. Well, in my dream, I was doing just fine. I was on my ship. So so I played this, and then <laughs> I it was I don't understand. Why, in your dream, you're doing just fine in reference to gay porn? No, I not just not. No, no. Uh, so I was uh, basically I lived out the missions, but it was in real life. So I was like hiding in it's bushes, awesome. and then I had like like blow darts and go and like like hit someone, and then I had like so my swords. So those other two things you it's have pretty to amazing. Do. I know it's probably your roommate system. You mm-hmm. have to get the the DLC for the game called Freedom Cry. It's badass, and I haven't. I've only played it a little bit. I haven't even tried to dive into it. I might do that later because Jen's got to work late. Freedom Cry takes place, I think, ten years after Black Flag, and you play Alloway, your first mate. And My first, wait. the first mate of the jackdaw. Oh yeah, I play as him. You, you play as him. Oh awesome! And the entire game is about getting revenge on slave owners and plantation owners, so the, weird. and that's the entire game. Yeah, yours first mate, Greg. It's badass. He's always awesome. You sh- he's cool. So you team up with Blackbeard because really well, no, when he serves, like, to them. like uh, Kenway asks him, like, will you go back to you know to Africa, back to your you know your land, and he's like. And Adelaide, you know, he's got the thick Jamaican accent, and he's like, if I go back there, I'm a stranger in those lands, too. The only place I am home is here on the Jackdaw. So then you pair up with another man? Sarah, you don't understand how piracy works. You're mates at sea. And also, as Dan and I have said many times, it's not Is that kind of like the way where you're, like, mates at jail? This is a uh, PS3 is what I'm playing this on. All right, that. but anyway, that's it. Here's the thing, though. There's a sequel game called Rogue, by the way. I don't even want to know these things. Oh my God! We're in a so twist of fate, here's the problem: you play a betrayed assassin who becomes a Templar. Here's the thing: like during the week, I've got way too much shit to do. I can't play this game. Also, the good bonus for me though is with the roommates home, like I can't like take over and just start playing that in front of everyone because that's just admitting my shame to everyone. Sure. And so I should be okay for a while, but right now I got the taste. Yeah. I got a taste of it. You know I really ha- want it. I know, want it bad. You know it has hunting adventures also. Uh, yes. I, I have jaguars, cougars. Yeah, I've killed a couple of those. You got to skin them because you got to make stuff out of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Have you gone whaling so, yet or sharking? You could get your aggression yeah. on sharky. Yeah. You actually hunt sharks in that game. You yeah. go into the whale boat with a spear and a harpoon. So what is it? I don't understand video games these days. So is is it does it like have a natural a conclusion like something you're yes, working you're running towards? you're working through missions but then you can yeah. do side missions where you yeah. rob stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It does have an actual ending. It's like a regular video game yeah. just way cooler. Imagine wow. like if Legend of Zelda had side missions Ooh, apart from the main Oh, that mission. would be pretty cool. <gasps> oh, that oh, that just reminded me of the yeah. live action maybe Netflix series for Legend of Zelda. You shut your whore mouth. Netflix no, has been doing pretty okay, well with their the with thing. their shows that they. I make. love Legend of Zelda as much as everybody, but <laughs> that could easily be very bad. It could be, but that I think could go very good, bad. I I kind of trust Netflix. They seem yeah. to know what they're doing. And when also, it comes to- um, Nintendo is very careful about what they license stuff out to. They really haven't licensed the game since Super Mario since Mario Brothers. Yeah, and I. I watched Mario Brothers. I mean, yeah, no, that's the know. thing. They that realize that they, <laughs> so they're very careful about it now. Is what I mean about what they. Let okay, so that out. was a lesson on what not to do. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at this, the Netflix one. So, yeah, so it's going to be a live action. I think that sounds amazing. It sounds oh. like Indiana Jones, but like more magical. But with elves. But with elves. And Ganon. And Ganon. Hmm. Not Ganon. Well, well, they probably won't go the Ganondorf route. That's a whole other alternate timeline in Zelda that they kind of did weird things to. So it's going to be a live action Zelda, of course. Live action. Yeah, live action with real humans. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I think that would be pretty amazing. I think it's pretty amazing. 
I think if it's done right, that could usher in an entire era of Netflix special video game TV what shows. Else, what else would make a Wizards good video Wizards and Warriors? Game? Duh. Uh, Metroid would make an awesome oh. one. Metroid. Like a would. gritty space bounty hunter show. Met- Metroid, Metroid awesome. might work. I mean, you um, would have to really take some license with that well, to make sure, it work. As opposed but, to Legend of Zelda. <laughs> I mean, you've got to take license yeah. with all of them. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. And I would totally turn Castlevania into a series, but that would be hard to do. Ah, the vampire thing's kind of done, though. This is just vampires, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. He's a monster hunter. It's just that his main nemesis is Dracula. Yeah. Oh my God, Legends! I, I, like all the possibilities I'm thinking about with the live action Legend of Zelda. That would oh, be a, so like much. the water, like the scenery and like the castles. Yeah. And the missions and the waterfalls and the. You know, you creatures. could film a lot of it in the Northwest, and it would oh, work. Oh my God. Maybe we could be extras in it. I would be so down. I with know. That. I'd totally mm. be down with that. Hmm. And Greg could play like a Hobbit or something. There's no hobbits. Yeah. Anymore. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's no hobbit. Do you know the original map of Legend of Zelda was Washington flipped upside down of Hyrule? I think I heard that a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Yeah, I had, um, did you ever have one of the Legend of Zelda, like, cheat books? Uh, I had one that, like, had the, it wasn't a You mean from book. Nintendo Power? Like the Nintendo Power stuff? No, but, like, one of the things where, um, and so you didn't have to explore it, had, like, the whole map laid out, basically, yeah. of where everything was. Well, yeah. I mean, that wasn't an issue of Nintendo Power. They did that. Okay, maybe that's yeah. That's I probably had. what you had. Did mm-hmm. you ever cheat and just type in Zelda as your username to go right to the second quest? You didn't know that. No. No. Because you know when you beat the game the first time, you get the second quest. I don't know about beating the game. the that's first right, time. That's right. You've never beaten it because I was almost there, and then my fucking NES system took a shit and deleted all of my hearts. I, I built up like a hundred hearts. I kind of think we need to just buy you an NES mm. and Legend of Zelda. I've got NES and Zelda at my house. So but. yeah, if you type in, because you know you got to type in your name, mm-hmm. if you type in Zelda, you immediately start with the second quest as what? your name. Yeah. And it's just so much harder. Oh so much harder. This show's not normally about video games, but it really is today. But it totally is today. Yeah. I didn't know that you could do that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. No, I never had one of those. Are you talking about the thing that you snapped on to the top of the... No, no, not for cheating. The Game Genie? Yeah. No, no. I don't mean that. Okay. No, Codes. This was the only code in Zelda because you, no you know you like you type in Mm-mm. like Sarah as your player name. Yeah. If you type in Zelda, that's what it that's what it does. Huh. Well, I'll be. Mm-hmm. Well, there's all it's kinds of stuff magical. out there. There's whole worlds you don't understand. Which Zelda games have you played? So. All of them or just that first? Just one? the first one. I could. I, I I think I had the Adventures of Link. Is that the second one? Yeah. Yeah. And I they didn't tried really, something I different. Really get into they tried it. something really different, and I was you know good for them. But I can't believe work. I remembered the name of that game because Adventures of Link is the map, and then when a fight hits, and it goes into a side scroller. And you fight sideways? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Super Nintendo one is really good. Okay. Because that, that's the one where they introduce the mirror universe, basically. And it flips over, and it's the Shadow See, Shadow Hyrule. You're getting what? excited yeah, about a game really that's 30 cool. years old, I know, Legend of I Zelda. I can't understand. You, I don't understand this is first why, person shooters. I don't understand. I like to see a little teeny you like, see robot a, person. No, you see a little thing. This is why you don't understand. You yeah. can't even make fun of Assassin's Well, then, okay, one day when you have some free time, go onto YouTube and type Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. Okay. it was. It's not the most recent one. It's a few years old, but... That's the first time, like, Zelda, like, Link on a horse shooting arrows. I mean, it's the whole... Mm. See, this is why I, I feel like I'm old, because, like, having it look too realistic makes me uncomfortable a little bit. You might have liked Wind Walker, Legend of Zelda Wind Walker. Okay. It takes place way in the past, but it, it looks like... It's not like hyper-realistic video game graphics. They made it look like a watercolor painting. Oh, and cool. And it was just magical. Most people didn't like it's the being game. Requested it was amazing. That, it's being requested that this is done in nerd voices. I think it, <laughs> it kind of already is. <laughs> <I know. laughs> okay. Well, oh, Windwalker's gorgeous. Oh, beautiful. now I want to play that. So beautiful. Oh my god. I I wonder if this is what it's like being addicted to something like crack. I mean, I feel I 
I f- really want to play right now. Like Dan? I really, really, really want no, to. No, like you and you described it as like you just need a taste of it. Yeah, like yeah. that's what you said. Yeah. You said yeah. taste. Well, Black Give Daddy Flag, a taste. Like, Black Flag doesn't open daddy. slow either. Like no, remember, you, you go it, right into it. You go like it opens with your ship being mm. sunk by the Spanish and you leaping off and trying to survive. Give Daddy a little sugar. Come on. Oh, just creepy. a little quick. That game is so addicting. Dan had to give his copy away. I I can like understand. he had to look. He's like, please take this game out of I my house. I can understand. I might have to ask Ben to move out at this point. You know, <laughs> Greg, you can always come over and play it on my system. Oh God, it's everywhere. Oh, I can't you'd escape have to it. Share your shame. Enablers. Yeah, is this something that you like to do in private so nobody can see you doing it? I did, and then Ben came out of his room, and then he just laughed at it and watched me because he liked to watch me die. I don't. I'm not saying that maybe that. a few days ago I might have like leapt up. Um, from the couch, screaming, "Yeah, take that bitch!" After I survived a pretty amazing fight, so I took down Fort, two Man of Wars, while surviving three Rogue Waves and um, uh, funnels. The water that needs ass. to be in your nerd voice. And I was just, like, your... and I'm t- and three funnels and the jacked off spinning, and I'm firing fucking guns and fire barrels everywhere. And all of a sudden, everything I was fighting got wiped out. My, I'm down to like a third of my hull. The ship was beat to shit, but I won, and I actually threw the controller on the couch and yelled, Take that, bitches! <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I might need to re- I just did that. <laughs> Video games are but so funny. when you funny. get to that, you're going to know how badass of an accomplishment that was. It's true. Man of Wars don't fuck around. You know who's surprisingly addicted <clears throat> to video Sorry. games? Lisa Wood. Oh, we've talked about it. Yeah, Lisa she's and I have talked obsessed about Skyrim. with Skyrim. Yeah, yeah. like she'll send Skyrim me Skyrim I won't messages. touch. There is nope. a copy of Skyrim at my house. I will not touch Do that. It. I know that. Do it. That's the heroine of my Do it. of my thing. And where I haven't even tried it, but I know I'll like it way too much. Because you might have I can't the, touch you it. You might have the voice. You could speak as a dragon. I see I can't touch it. I cannot touch that. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah. You, you will be Dovahkiin. Sarah, for the good of our business, <laughs> you don't want me touching that game. I and that's a total open that world. You can do whatever you yeah. want. In See, that game. And it never ends, basically. It has a main mission, but you can just... There have been times, because Dan and I both own it, there have been times where like, the weather's really shitty where we've texted each other, Skyrim weather. Like, yeah, it is. Mm. Mind you, we don't go to each other's house and watch each other play. We just... This is so bad. We just play at the same time. And I would literally just get on my horse oh my God, and wander. Oh my God, it is like heroin or and something. And I'll just wander Skyrim. It's, well, it's, like the wind's howling outside. I'm like, oh, it's Skyrim weather. I better put in Skyrim and, and enjoy... The out, the, the out, the, like, do you talk to him? Is it one of those things that no, you guys can talk to? No, but we'll tweet back and forth, it's or we'll a drug. chat back and forth. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go, uh, gonna go visit a town. Rick, Rick in the chat <laughs> says, uh, I might have to ask Ben to move out. Sounds like a pretty legit gay porn title. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it, this is this has been gay porn talk. All right, uh, should we move on to something else? Because I'm, I gotta get this, I gotta get the flavor out of my head. Like, it's just Arkham Knight the, comes out in a few months. Oh, the next God. Batman, no, because you finished the Batman one, right? Yes. So Arkham Knight. Yes. Uh, total open Gotham City, and you no. get wait, wait, it gets better. You get the Batmobile now. No. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> the problem is that one I can play on my computer, like right in front of me. And oh that's just, man. Oh no. Oh, that's not good. No. Man, after the show, I'm going to show you some trailers of that bad boy. This is like, ah. Uh, you are like really having up to a like... drug addict and being like, "Here's a free case of cocaine for you. Enjoy. Have fun." Like uh, uh, that's basically. That's what that's what this is like for me. That's as close as I can say for an equivalent. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be a drug addict. This is probably how it feels though. Car's badass looking too, because it's the Batmobile. Stop tempting me with this stuff. You can have it do things on its own and then have it meet you. You feel so. So good. when you're you're like you're in a fight, you like you hit the thing and like Batman goes to his little his little voice gauntlet and says, "Car to me." It's like you're on top of the, the world. The car comes bursting through the alleyway and you leap in the air and you just land in the cockpit, and you go dispense justice on wheels like a boss. 
a bat boss. Oh, that's so powerful. <laughs> Maybe you'll even get a Robin in that one, Greg. You never know. Robin is in it. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I'm not a big fan of Robin. You better be cool. Well, it's Tim Drake, so it's going to be cool. All right. Yeah. Um, so where do you guys want to go from here? Somewhere away from this. Away from this. It's starting to take me too down. I'm, I'm going down. I'm going down a spiral you right can now. Customize you your are. Ship, you know. I need to get. Oh my! With God. like your own sails and, and what? Like, yeah, you customize it. You start to buy things. I can get my own damn sail. Your own colored, different colored sails. You can get different mastheads, wheels. Yeah, you don't just buy more weapons for it. You change how it looks. Oh my god! Yeah, and every time you change it, the crew goes like, "Yeah!" and they cheer for you as your ship gets an upgrade. This is too much. This is too much. Have you learned any more shanties and having them sing as you sail? Show's over. I gotta go. Shanties gotta are magical. Oh, <laughs> well, I know. You, you I, find... I haven't. No, seen I've been catching the shanties. You can catch video them. Video you know, you, yeah, you catch more shanties to teach your crew so that as you're sailing, you actually hit a button and and, and Edward Kenway says, "Let's have a song, mates," and then your crew begins to sing. It's amazing. <clears throat> Sorry, Sarah. Wow. Calm down. Let's go, Greg. Sarah can run the show. Uh, it's, being, <laughs> it's being pointed out in the chat. Um, at funemploymentradio.com slash live. There's studies that say video game addictions are more difficult to shake than heroin. No lie. Oh, shit. So it's for real? <laughs> well, yeah. Do- you're having a, a, a reaction, like a physical reaction I right having, now. He's all twitchy. I, I you want, are so twitchy, your hair gets curlier. I want to go play it right now. <laughs> and this is the problem. This is the worst time for me to have done this, too, because I've got to be training for for the uh, 15K we're doing in mm-hmm. a little over a month. And now this has happened. Okay, let's just... let's. Hello, Get my friends. Yeah, you're stronger. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. <laughs> First up, there's some airplane news. No, no, not anything about horrific crashes. But of course, everyone knows how. There's a switch. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> of course, everyone knows how comfortable it is to be traveling in airplanes. But now, airplane organizations, companies, whatever they are, to squeeze more profits out of the planes, the airline industry. Is starting to install extra rows of seats, therefore making the seats smaller, but still keeping them at the same price. Hooray! Mm-hmm. United but Airlines. How? How can they even cram more? They're in? actually it's taking pretty... so. Uh, there are usually nine seats in a row. They're going to cram in ten now, so they're going to get cut down on the size of the seats. And where there are nine seats, like with the three, three, three. Oh, on the big planes. Yeah, right. on like the bigger ones. They're oh, actually going to put, put in four another in one. Four in the middle. They're going to put four in. See, I don't fly on those big, mm. the big giant ones that often. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. So if it's just the middle people. I would never want to sit in the middle. Never well, no, you never. You're not a middle person. No, no. I'm a I'm a window guy. But uh, yes, Greg, right. we know that you're a window guy. All right. All right. So just want to let you know that it might even get more unpleasant as they shrink the seats because, of course, all the leg room's already gone anyway. Well, and that just means that everybody walking down the aisle is just going to bump you. Oh yeah. You're gonna get yeah. bumped in the head mm-hmm. a lot with bags. Those are just usually international flights, right? They're mm-hmm. big ones. Yeah. So the ones that you're on the plane for the longest amount of time. Sure. Because why would you want to be comfortable? <laughs> why would you ever want to be comfortable? Ugh. Just sit in a little ball in your seat. Just save up for business class. It's <laughs> worth it. <laughs> uh, to South Korea we go, out to Changwon. Changwon, South Korea. Uh, emergency, emergency responders in a South Korean city were called to rescue a woman who, after she fell asleep on her, for, uh, on her floor, her Roomba vacuum cleaner started eating her hair. Why she was sleeping on the floor, I don't know. Uh, The fire department said that workers had to respond to the 52-year-old woman's home after the robot vacuum cleaner latched onto her hair and she couldn't get it to turn off. That is terrifying. It's like one of those Floby things. 
Do you remember those? Yeah. Floby? I don't remember what that is. The Floby? It's like the vacuum um, It was the, the electric shears that you would attach to your vacuum cleaner. That was a real thing? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, you would attach it? I, I'm it confused. Would vacuum, I'm sorry. It would vacuum your hair. It was like a clean... Wasn't like a clear cylinder or something? Yeah, I don't remember if the Floby was attached to your vacuum or if it was a whole thing on its own. I, I think it was, it was a whole thing, thing on, on its, its own. own. Yeah. Yeah, where you could like set how long or short you wanted your hair, and it would actually vacuum up your hair and cut it. At the same time, yeah, a spinning suction blade of death, basically. With a suction blade, no, it of was death. basically like a pair of like regular electric clippers. Uh huh. But then attached behind that was a hose that was a vacuum, like a shop vac. Weird. I and honestly totally don't remember. That. I remember seeing the commercials. Yep. Huh. Flo- here, I'm gonna look it up. Floby. Yeah, because it looked terrifying. It looked like it would, you know, rip out your hair at a yeah. moment's notice. Okay. Yeah. That's that's awful. Yeah. Although, how badly could she be hurt? Because like when we used to have a Roomba, like it would hit. A Cheeto, I'm going, <laughs> Well, she wasn't well, yeah, hurt too badly. Yeah, because why did she need to call the... Because she couldn't get it out of her hair. I mean... All right, here, I found a picture of the Floby. Oh, yeah, there it is, too. Maybe you got to snip your hair. What's the fire department going to do? I don't know, cut her hair off? Yeah, well, I bet she could probably manage that herself. <laughs> yeah, well, this is... So emergency responders... She's a smaller woman. <laughs> she was quite small. Uh, so emergency, emergency responders showed up. They were able to open up the vacuum cleaner, turn it off, and free the woman... After 30 minutes, it took 30 minutes to get that out of her hair. From a Roomba? From a Roomba. What is going on here? I don't know. There's more to this story. They're really not that strong. I just remember them in Arrested Development. What was it in Arrested Development? Remember after Buster uh, is caught sleeping with Lupe? Oh, it was his friend. (laughs) That they end up buying her. She ends up buying the Roomba. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, you're hungry. And he's putting chips in front (laughs) of it. he's feeding the Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Emerson, I remember, he used to feed his Roomba as well. Wow. After, well, I think because of Arrested yeah. We used to have two. I don't have any. Yeah, we used to have two. Our dog hated it. Yes, yeah, see, yeah, we got a dog and a cat at the house. I don't think I could have a Roomba. Well, anymore. I love the picture of Shark Cat on the Roomba. That makes me smile <laughs> every time. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so emergency responders were able to free her hair. From the robot vacuum cleaner after about 30 minutes. Again, 30 minutes, I don't know. Uh, The fire department (laughs) said the woman lost about 10 strands of hair, but was otherwise okay. Wow. All right, so it's saying that it might not specifically be the Roomba. So the device appeared to be similar to the Roomba. Maybe it was like a homemade robot computer. Maybe. Or vacuum cleaner thing. Where was this at? Uh, this was in Changwon, South Korea. Yeah, maybe they have more advanced Roombas than we do or something. Maybe they do with more sucking power. Good. I have a bunch of robot hope. stories. It's okay. Gonna be, it's I mean, going to be robots, robots today. All right. Robots are taking over the world. All right. Out of Singapore. Singapore, if you don't know, is suffering, uh, and I didn't know, is suffering a shortage of waiters for the restaurants. Okay. So they don't have enough people uh, to be servers in their restaurants. So one company is proposing using drones as fill-ins for servers. <laughs> the robots are starting to take over the world. I have heard about this. Yeah, that... Yeah, instead, so you place your order and the drone just brings the food over to you? Yeah, so it says, uh, so this is from Infinium Robotics. So it's drones can operate without a controller using a computer program and sensors, and it can navigate itself around the restaurant. So it can carry over four pounds of food and drinks <laughs> and bring them good. right to your table. Which, um, if you want to estimate what four pounds is, it would be like two pints of beer, a pizza, and two glasses of wine. Here's the thing, though. With those drones, they, they tried something along those lines with a drone in a... Um, I think it was TGI Fridays only only in the England branches. Yes. Yeah. Where and badly. Yeah, where well, they had the, the drone had the broken nose. Yeah, it was a, was a drone carrying around mistletoe that they thought would be funny to put it up above like unsuspecting customers, basically forcing some kind of 
yeah, who knows? I mean, that, that's that's wrong on so many levels. You're gonna that get is so wrong many lawsuits. On so many levels. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but just just that idea. There was one of them that malfunctioned and yeah, almost chopped this woman's nose off because the blade hit it. Damn, that's insane. Yeah, I think this is a bad idea. Wasn't there a story bad also idea. about a like I think it was in San Francisco a taco. Uh, a taco restaurant wanted to start having tacos by drone. Like you could order them, and they would have them delivered to your business. What? See, all of a sudden that becomes all of a sudden it becomes more magical, doesn't it? It kind of does if I don't have to leave to go anywhere. That's what I mean. If you like get on your phone, you're like, okay, I need well, two I mean, carnitas tacos, please, and just fly them. To and my all of a sudden, like, yeah, all of a sudden you're like, I smell something delicious, and then in the air, here comes the taco. That's pretty much what. Um, what Amazon's trying to do. You know, Amazon eventually, the they want to have deliveries? drones. Yeah, it'll be oh, drone yeah, isn't deliveries. that supposed to be sooner than later? I believe San Francisco right now, they're testing taxi deliveries. It's where, where they're having taxis actually deliver the stuff. They're probably taking a cut on the, uh, losing some money on the shipping, I'm sure. No way. But uh, but yeah, taxis will deliver your your stuff. It's like a test program that they've mm. got going. But yeah, eventually it's going to be drones. That's what they And then it's going to be the Jetsons, where basically there's going to be a super highway in the sky, right? Because the drones can't go through regular streets. Well, that's well, what they're know. trying to figure out. Yep. Nobody knows how to regulate that part. I yeah. do kind of like the Amazon pickup you can do at 7-Elevens now. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah, where they have the lockers. Right. Well, because I got tired of shit being stolen off my porch. That's the thing. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I've had that happen. Yeah. Stuff's been stolen off of my... In your neighborhood, Greg? Yeah, shocking. Uh, it's such a shocker. shocking. <laughs> when there's a giant box just sitting right on the corner. <laughs> Maybe they should write on it, no metal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's going to be an opening in Singapore. It says uh, sometime soon. So it's a, so this is Infinium Robotics. But in China, actually, this already exists, but it isn't for drones. It's for robots. <laughs> it's for dissidents. Yeah. Robots. <laughs> <laughs> robots. <laughs> so a restaurant owner in China has actually already done this, and he's opting to save on employee wages by investing in robots to be servers instead of having to pay, you know, a, somebody who's actually working there. Right. Uh, so he's using them instead. So this uh, eatery is called, uh, it doesn't say what the name of it is. Um, so it's located in a shopping mall, uh, has become a huge tourist draw with its futuristic wait staff. So each robot costs about $10,000. Wow, damn. But the owner says that he's saving money over the long term. Mm-hmm. So the automated robots can take orders and even speak to customers with a 40-phrase Mandarin Chinese vocabulary. Hello, how are you? <laughs> Would you you want some more? Yeah. <laughs> so each machine... Um, Travels through a small eatery using an obstacle or optical sensing system that's designed to keep them from running into walls or people. The robots have a lifespan of about five years and run on rechargeable oh, batteries. So they actually go to the table. They go to I the table. I figured it'd be like a bank you walk up to, or yeah. like a, you know a bank of. Do you tip robots? robots? You wouldn't tip them. Then. Hell no. I don't no. think you have to tip robots. I'm not going to tip a robot. No, I only tip humans. I'd feel weird. Like there was a time where I was actually like, it probably says more about me. Mm-hmm. But there were times when we owned a Roomba. Like sometimes I would feel guilty, like setting the Roomba off and then leaving. I'd be like, "Bye, Roomba. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm abandoning." You. That's like Lily and Scott have um, kind of a Roomba-like thing, but uh, its name is Larry. Yeah, they call it Larry, and like Lily will actually write. She's like, "All right, well, um, Larry started cleaning, so I'll come see you in a little bit." I'm like, "Okay," because yeah. they do feel like I mean they're moving around on their own. You're controlling it. Yeah, not really. It's controlling itself. It's true, but it gets like a memory and knows like yeah, the it starts to memorize the room. Yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of like a blind creepy. person. I'm a little unnerved by this. All right, well there you go. So there are actual robot waiters in China. I wanted to play the Terminator theme whenever you walk into that restaurant. Like, as soon as you open the door, dun, 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 yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty amazing. <laughs> well, and finally, in my favorite headline of the day, we had this story um, last week back in the news. 
well, part of this story, the beginning of the story, back in the news lately has been Charles Manson. And of course, we all <laughs> oh, know about oh, lovely. Charles Manson. Um, he was going to get remarried to like another crazy Manson girl, of course. Yeah. But now... Who was actually young and, I mean, in theory, attractive. Yeah, young and, and, yeah, and pretty nice looking. Yeah. Uh, However, the, the crazy outweighs any kind of... Now it seems that her love was false. Greg, new reports what? come out that Charles Manson's fiance only wanted to marry him to get possession of his corpse after he died. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, let me explain to you why this is. So Manson's engagement to the much younger, 53 years younger um, than his junior uh, after her name's Elaine Burton. Elaine Burton. She's got the crazy eyes. She too. has oh, the my gosh. Of, that's what she I was talking terrifying. to Greg about. I'm like, these Manson girls all have that same glossed over look. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think she'd be a really fun evening, but then, like, you make sure that you're gone. Mm, I don't know. I'd be constantly afraid she's got some kind of knife or something ready. No, no, no. I don't know if I could ever feel comfortable. You make sure it's a clear, empty room with no hidey holes. No No hidey holes. No no place for her to reach. No places where she could (sighs) smuggle. Yeah. And you give her a a pre-hump and pat down just to be sure. Yeah. Because she's a vag hider. (laughs) She totally is. Yeah, she keeps the switchblade up there just in case. Well, what she was trying to do, so she's 53 years younger than him, uh, making her 27, so Elaine Burton, known as Star, of course. Um, So she wanted to marry Charles Manson so she could get a hold of his corpse after he died and make profit by putting his body up on public display after his death. (laughs) So so she sought to wed him um, so she could gain possession of his corpse. So her and her friend, Craig Hammond, who I guess might be her secret lover. Uh Uh I keep wanting to say Marilyn Manson, Charles Manson. Might not have been her one and only. So uh, the pair had a scheme. They planned to lay out Manson's remains in a glass crypt <laughs> after he died and charge people to come and see his body. And they figured it would cause huge, uh, huge draw, draw huge crowds and make big money. So Manson found out about the scheme and decided not to marry Star and has no interest in spending eternity displayed in a glass coffin. That's like the sanest thing I think he's ever said. Yeah. How how did he find out? Uh, it says he just he finally realized that he's been played for a fool. <laughs> oh no! So somebody told him. Uh, let's see. So the wedding, the wedding was postponed due to an unexpected interruption in logistics. Uh, so it doesn't say exactly how he found out, but it's it gonna be really out. awkward. You know, hey Chuck, man, I know you dig this chick, but. Dude, she only wants you for your body. Hey, I'm bro. Okay. I'm okay know. with that. Just, <laughs> and she's not hot. The They're like, way. no, 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 man. Like, literally, like, just wants your body. We're buds, right? You know I wouldn't put you on. I'm just going to tell you, man, I found out something you might be kind of upset about. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, so when it. Who's buds with Charles Manson that's to tell weird. him that? That is just odd. You know how many letters he gets? Yeah, you're right. Oh, I bet all day, every but day. Who's... <sighs> yeah. Who wakes up in the morning and they're like, you know who I want to know, get to know better? Charles Manson. Rick. People are weird. <laughs> That's true. Shh. Rick wants a, um, whatever the clown, Gacy. Gacy. Yeah. yeah. He, John yeah. Wayne Gacy. Yeah, he would pay. I remember Rick was talking about how he wanted to pay for like, one of his clown a, yeah. paintings. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there you have it. So Charles Manson does not desire to be paraded around in a glass case of emotion after he dies. There you go. So that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Crazy. Did he, have John a swastika, Wayne. did he have a swastika tattoo removed, that lace picture? I was just going to ask when he had that done. Yeah, because he had that tattoo for a long time. I think time. it's still there. It's pretty faded, but it's still I there. I mean, yeah, he's had that thing for like 40, think 50 years. Think he over it now? Maybe he's trying to be more likable to the public. Okay, some media outlets crop it out. Maybe they airbrush it. Oh, 
airbrush it out of it because oh, they don't, so don't want to print together. the swastika. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. You don't want to be offensive to. I know. <laughs> I don't get this. How? <laughs> He's a mass murderer. I could think maybe the only people that might find it offensive are Jewish people, but they, on the flip side, they're like, eh, it's Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, He's... have you. Speaking of Charles Manson, have you seen. Uh, this movie's been out for a while now. Have you seen Annabelle? Not yet. Okay, I, yeah, because I would be the curious. Weird, it's the weird prequel to Yeah, it's the, the weird prequel, right? but it also has a connection to Charles Manson. But I don't, now, since you haven't seen it, I don't want to ruin it care. for you. Okay. Well, there's this, <laughs> yeah, there's a scene where, yeah, it highlights, like, Helter Skelter. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're, yeah, it's at the beginning of the movie. But, um, yeah, where they highlight Helter Skelter, and, like, it's a big, like, Charles Manson, like, kind of tie to it, which I thought yeah. was pretty interesting. The movie itself, Wait, not the greatest that thing. That Annabelle's connected to Helter Skelter, or that, or that Manson is? Because everyone knows that Manson is. He, yeah, well, Manson it mentions. Wrote, yeah. Yeah, so it mentions Manson, but, but the story of Annabelle's connected to oh. Helter Skelter. But that's not real. But it's not real. Yes, no, it's Annabelle's not real. real. Yes, no, Annabelle's was. real, I know. But the connection to Marilyn Manson, or I mean, Marilyn Manson, Charles Manson, excuse me. I keep oh. saying Marilyn that's not Manson, real. too, yeah. There's no connection between Annabelle and the Manson know. family. I, seen, I don't know. I haven't seen it. Maybe there is. Not in I real don't life. have a big desire to see Annabelle. The Conjuring is so good that I don't feel a need to see Annabelle. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's not necessary. I didn't mind it. I thought it was. Did you see? Uh, okay. You still have your Netflix account, right? Mm-hmm. So you seen that Oculus is on Netflix now? I did. I saw it actually. So good. You'll dig it. Yeah, I really did like oh, it. Yeah. You lost. Which one's that? That's the one with the mirror. Yeah, with the oh. mirror. Haunted mirror, like what we have in the green room in there, because Sarah dug one out of the trash. That mirror just makes adds like ten pounds to me. By the way, when I go and like, it is a fat mirror. It's a fat quick, mirror. Quick note for anybody: so we we have our studio here in Southeast Portland. We've got the broadcast room, and then we also have the green room that's connected to it. Sarah went into the collective dumpster of the building that we're in. I did not go into the dumpster. It was leaning against like the power box. It out was there. leaning against the dumpster it box. Was not leaning against the dumpster. It box. was by the dumpster, and Sarah grabbed it. Clearly, it was being thrown away and hauled it all the way up here. Actually, made me haul it all the way up here. Well, I couldn't carry it. And put it here into the studio where now it's just resting against a wall, and we believe it may be haunted. Just a portal to the the hell mouth dimension? I think so. And And also, it's a fat mirror. It is a fat mirror. So it's a fat portal to hell mirror. (laughs) Look, I can handle the haunted and the portal part, but the fat thing (laughs) really upsets me. You want to make everybody who comes into the studio feel fat, Sarah? I've been feeling really good about myself lately. Oh God! And I rinse my cup and I glance over. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, great! Wow! All right, should we? Uh... It's our motivational mirror. Sure, that's a good way to call it. That <laughs> here's something real. It uplifting. just sees me how I see myself. No, oh, jeez! Oh. Wow! What? I was seeing myself okay, and then I used your fat mirror. <laughs> okay, uh, let's let's move on from the fat alcoholic stuff. <laughs> Wait, alcoholic? Alcoholic? Stuff. Wait, didn't you just say? Um, what did you just say? I'm sorry. I'm reading a story in here, and I'm, I kid you not, it involves alcoholic, and I think I just transferred that over into you saying did, something. You did. I'm like, that's, that are sucks. you trying to tell me something? No. Like, what? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Jesus. I was reading I was reading ahead because I know we're getting ready to do ball talk, and I was reading it at the same time as I was talking. Normally, I've got a pretty you good- You just like, looked at me and said, fat and alcoholic. <laughs> that was like, that did not help myself. It was fat here, and then mixed with the story that's coming up, there's the word alcoholic in it, and that just flashed in while I'm trying to like bounce- Ah, fuck it, sir. On the way home, let's get some box wine and some mac and cheese. I guess so. <laughs> and no sorry. point. Let's go to, to town. It had nothing to do with you. I'm, I'm really sorry. No, yeah, that's fine. said Freudian slip. Wow. No. No, no. I will tell the story. We'll go straight to that story. God damn, I'm it was Greg. less awkward talking about Charles Manson. I know, and his swastika forehead. <laughs> I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Fat balls. Fat Alcoholic balls. We'll go, <laughs> we'll go to this. All sweaty and I'm red. I'm going to tell this story. 
<laughs> Lots of broken capillaries. This yeah. story is an... <laughs> Uh, like an Irish nose just dangling between your legs. Uh, Fat. It's a drunk mirror. All right, yeah. Jeez. So first up in ball talk, we've got this story, which is now going to be the first story. It has to do with the New York Knicks CEO, James Dolan. So James Dolan, one of the, the CEO of the New York Knicks. <laughs> I'm Rick Rutherford sorry, just quoted I'm you in the chat. He said, quote, let's move on from the fat alcoholic stuff. <laughs> Gregory J. Nibbler, 2-19-2015. I don't know. <sighs> Pirates on the brain. All right, so. six ninety nine a month. <sighs> Best deal ever. <laughs> <laughs> so James Dolan, uh, the CEO of the New York Knicks, just made a bunch of news because of a reply he sent to an email he got from a, uh, from a listener. So um, this email... Was from a from the actually the father of a filmmaker named Aaron Bierman. I'm not sure how that factors in. I don't know who Aaron Bierman is. Okay. Apologies if he's a big deal. But uh, this <laughs> uh, this comes from a guy uh, a guy who's a b- big fan of the New York Knicks, lifelong fan. And the Knicks suck. They're really 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 terrible in basketball. They're awful. Don't they always suck? They are awful. They're awful. So Have they always he, has, been he has been a fan of the. I am so discombobulated right now. Okay, let me let me just start this over. <laughs> let me tell tell this story from the back. From the beginning, I'm collecting my thoughts, collecting myself, getting everything I think in you order. Just said from a listener too. I know. I realize that. I just saw that in the chat. I'm starting this over. Let's take a breath. You want me to start the music over? Listen to Kobe Calais. Take a breath. Don't you like you? <laughs> New York Knicks CEO James Dolan in the news. The New York Knicks are, of course, terrible at basketball this year. They're doing a very awful job. They're one of the worst teams in the NBA. And as such, Knicks fans are very upset about that and have been writing in to the CEO and many other people on the Knicks staff telling them how bad they are. So this letter was written into James Dolan by okay. a, a guy who claims he's been a Knicks supporter since 1952. That's a long-time supporter. Here's what he wrote as the letter, and, I'm gonna, and what I'm going to do is read this and then reply, uh, then also read James Dolan's reply. Oh, my God. you think I would do this for a living. So here's what <laughs> the Knicks fan wrote. He's writing this to James Dolan. At one stage, I thought you did a wonderful thing when you acquired everything from your dad. So his dad used to be the owner. However, since then, it has all been downhill. You're working with Isaiah Thomas and everything else regarding the Knicks. Bringing on Phil Jackson was a positive beginning, but lowballing Steve Kerr was a disgrace to the Knicks. The bottom line is that you merely continue to interfere with the franchise. As a Knicks fan for an, for an in excess of 60 years, I am utterly embarrassed by your dealing with the Knicks. Sell them so their fans can at least look forward to growing them in a positive direction. Obviously, money is not the only thing. You have done a lot of utterly stupid business things with the <laughs> franchise. Please know more. Respectfully, this person. Respectfully. <laughs> Here is what James Dolan is getting a, a bunch of news for is his reply from his own personal email account. He wrote, Mr. Bierman, you are a sad person. Why would anybody write such a hateful letter? I am just guessing, but I'll bet your life is a mess and you are a hateful mess. What have you done that anyone would consider positive or nice? I am betting nothing. In fact, I'll bet you are negative force in everyone who comes in contact with you. You most likely have made your family miserable, alcoholic maybe. I just celebrated my 21-year anniversary of sobriety. You should try it. Maybe it will help you become a person that folks would like to have around. In the meanwhile, start rooting for the Nets because the Knicks don't want you. Respectfully, James Dolan. Now, I'll say this. Maybe it was written from a phone. I don't know. But I'll 
is spelled I-L-L, spelled like ill. Mm. There's also multiple different uh, grammatical errors throughout the letter, but this is the CEO That's, of the New York Knicks. Well, the fan did say he's an idiot. Maybe just proved it. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. That is a long way to say that's where the alcohol thing happened. Thanks, Greg. Every time you keep saying alcohol, you keep pointing at, at Aaron. I, pointed at the, I was pointing at the computer. I was pointing. Moving on to ball talk. To be fair, I'm probably close. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to ball talk. <laughs> and I'm fat. No, All the things. No, I, <laughs> Moving on to ball talk. Here's some other news. <laughs> Damian Lillard made the all-star team. Yay! Yay! Damian Lillard of the Portland Trailblazers has made the all-star team uh, as a replacement for Blake Griffin, who is not going to be on the team because he's got a staph infection in his elbow. Ooh. Yeah, Blake Griffin. Horrible. That does sound horrible. It sounds awful. Wait, I'm not even a- quite sure what a staph infection is, but it's it sounds not gross. Fun. It's not fun. It's a bad infection. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you can get them kind of, you just randomly get them. It can happen. Um, and probably since they're athletes in locker rooms, all that stuff, oh, all that came in constant, all that fungus, who knows. But anyway, that's what he's got in his elbow, so he is not going to be playing. As uh, since, since that's the case, the commissioner chose Damian Lillard to replace him in the All-Star game. So cool. we'll be playing this weekend. Moving on to ball talk, uh, real quick, and this is mainly for people who are fans of college basketball and also especially from North Carolina, uh, Dean Smith passed away. So Dean Smith was the head coach at North Carolina for like a gajillion years. Uh, honestly, I don't know, 30-some years. Mm-hmm. He was the head coach of North Carolina, won a couple national championships, coached Michael Jordan, James Worthy. So a very influential guy in basketball. And by most accounts I've read, um, a good guy, but hugely loved and worshipped yeah. in North Carolina. Like he is the king oh. of North Carolina. And he passed away at the age of 83. So condolences to North Carolina fans mm. and all that stuff. All right, moving on. Moving on to ball talk. We'll go to this. I got a couple more stories before You're I can stop this. No. <laughs> good job, Greg. Good effort. Oh, you made like a sports joke. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Mm. <laughs> the Tokyo Marathon is going to be happening. And about 30,000 people run in the Tokyo Marathon. But here's something that they're actually, Jeez, that the uh, Japanese are actually going to be doing that's kind of unique to prevent any kind of terrorism or at least try to try to combat it they're adding godzilla they're not (laughs) adding godzilla (laughs) but they are adding a whole bunch of undercover special police officers elite elite police officers that will be running with the marathon spaced out with it you won't know who they are but they'll have uh secret cameras all over them so somehow, like, I mean, they could probably make a really small camera. Are they afraid people camera. are going to get assaulted, or are they afraid, like, trying to, have, to cut down cheating? To fight terrorists, yeah. to fight terrorists, to fight anything. All right. It's a marathon. That makes sense. Yeah, so they're going to have these They're going to have these people. Because um, they've also got some of their own kind of weird, wacky religious zealots mm-hmm. within yeah. their own country. Yeah. Yeah, and, well, and ISIS doesn't like them very much anymore either. So they're going to have all this stuff. But it's, it's kind of a cool way to, to fight it, that, although them admitting it. I guess they're trying to just kind of deter things. Well, if you tell them, the like, things. we've got this yeah. out there, it's a deterrent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're going to have a whole bunch of them that will be hiding in with the rest of the people. Moving on to Ball Talk. Just like Disneyland. <laughs> it is. Disneyland has a ton of undercover security in it at all times. Oh, do you yeah. try to find them when you're there? Apparently, there's certain things you can look for to wreck it if you know what to look for. Really? Right. Like, what would you be able to look for? There was a time where it was a certain, like, green item, and if you knew the rotation of the day... You could tell what that you knew what that green item was, and I guess they had gotten rid of that. That was in the nineties, huh? Like they were carrying it around, or like no, they would have like if you saw someone with like, like a like like a green tie, it was like a weird thing. That, mm. 
could identify them. Huh. Do they did they have them go around at least in families, or is it just lone single dudes walking through? I think Disneyland? they go in as groups. Okay, and it's pretty impressive too. Like if you see someone, and they don't just do like, you know, like like police type security, uh-huh. they handle everything. So if you're ever at Disneyland and you see someone just like fall down, mm-hmm. you know, regular staff will show up, but you'll see people come out of nowhere in plain clothes, pick you up. Are you okay? They take you to medical, whether you're hurt or not. I feel huh. fine. You're going to medical, like, and they just. Shunter you away. Ooh, weird. Never yeah. to be heard from again. That's magical. what I kind of like about Disneyland is that it's, it's magical, you know, and also very creepy. Yeah. There are weird things about it. I haven't it. been there in years and I years and years. I haven't been there since I was in I kind of love it. I went there school, I don't think. right after high school. That was, I think that was the last time I was at Disneyland. But, yeah. All right. There we go. Moving on. <laughs> Here is something for uh, all the ladies out there. Attention, Sarah. A yeah, Gronking thanks. to Remember okay. now has a sequel. Yes, the oh boy, fan porn. It's Have you a, ever thought about getting a fan into book. fan porn, Aaron? It's a fan book. You know, apparently that's where the money's at. Seriously, might... like this has been on like the Tonight Show. Yeah, like, I'm going to quit writing actually, serious stuff. I said porn. It's, it's a fan adult fiction, I guess. It, it's a she, book. That's she talks about him sticking like a football in her butthole. Well, no, like... I, I just mean to distinguish okay. between, uh, differentiate between a uh, video porn. It's a book. Okay. It's a, it's a pornographic book. And A Gronking to Remember <laughs> was the first one. Book. Pornographic, pornographic book. Pornographic magazines. Now, A Gronking to Remember 2 That's is lazy. out. The Gronkening. It's I called, want it to be the Gronkening. This one's called Chad Goes Deep in the Neutral Zone. Now, why it's called Chad, I honestly don't know because it's Rob Gronkowski. Unless they're talking about one of the other Gronkowski Maybe it's brothers. Ocho Cinco. Maybe it's going to be a, like no. a gay love story. I'm not entirely sure. Now, this one, it's just come out, so it is available on, um, on Amazon. doesn't give a very deep description of oh, the book. Spoilers. Uh, okay, here's, here's the only thing that's written on here. <laughs> Lee has a serious problem, and it's the sick, twisted pervert who's kidnapped her for his own pleasure. Chad. This is the actual book description. Chad is the sick pervert. Apparently, yeah. Chad's a sick pervert. When Lee spurns his advances at a party, he throws in her honor. Chad goes haywire and kidnaps her, stealing her away to his personal New England Patriots Shangri-La, a secret man cave hundreds of feet below sea level he affectionately calls his Chadmiral's Quarters. Oh, wow. Lee awakens to a strange NFL and BDSM-infused nightmare. Chad is obviously off the deep end with lust for her, and while naked, Lee is tantalized to see Chad is a very built and attractive man. But now that Chad has her in his grasp, he has some very unique ideas about how they should spend their time together. He's going to teach her the rules, whether she wants to learn them or not. Rules that will make Lee squirm with pain and pleasure. (laughs) Lee cries out, but is it with ecstasy? Is she starting to like what Chad has to offer? Complicating things? Who's Chad? With Dan? With Gronk? (laughs) With her Etsy store? With her very soul? Wait, with her Etsy? It actually says with her Etsy store? This is the description. Really, how many times in life has the sequel been better than the original? Well, let me tell you this. This is one of those times. A gronking to remember, too. Chad goes deep in the neutral zone. It's so dark and twisted, so devious, so hot and thought-provoking. It makes the first book in the series, the best-selling A Gronking to Remember, look like a piece of shit. (laughs) 
This is actually. Is it the same? I don't know. Now I'm curious about this. This is what it says. I think so. Guys, what should I do in erotic fan fiction? Clearly, that's what I need to be doing. You have to. Well, let's let's tackle that after this. So read what everyone is talking about and have no reservations. (laughs) Chad goes deep in the neutral zone. Is no sophomore slump. It is a verified sophomore (laughs) slam. Warning: contains some sexually graphic scenes as well as the misuse of American footballs that will leave you wet, hard, and everything in between. That is a gronking to remember. Part two. Chad goes deep in the neutral zone. You can order it on Kindle. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon yeah, link Yeah, go first. for it. Do it. Just click on the Amazon link right from there, and you too can pick up a gronking to remember, too. Get you some of that sweet, sweet Chad money. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So there we go. God, if there was ever a time you wish when someone was using your affiliate for what? Just oh, to yeah. know how many. Oh, oh yeah. God. FunEmploymentRadio.com, click on the Amazon link. Oh, Pick up your copy of A Gronking to Remember too. I spent all year... I think that's good. You know what? I can't top that. Yeah, There's you can't another top good that. story. That's it. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. Greg, I spent all Aaron. year writing, editing a book, <laughs> no. hunting for publishers now. <laughs> you know, I've given Oops. so much of my life to this. I've... Fuck it. Mm, I, I know. I, that's like anytime what? some shitty musician becomes a YouTube overnight YouTube yeah. sensation, and Keelan's like, oh, "I'm done." <laughs> I gotta think of something to write shitty All right, erotic Greg, what, fiction on. Yeah, we have to figure out what Aaron needs to write erotica about because there's already like Star Trek, Legend erotica, of right? Zelda. Yeah. I mean, we brought that uh, up earlier. I don't know if there's good Zelda porn. Do, is there? I don't know. There has to be Zelda porn. I mean, there's everything porn. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. It's rule whatever that rule is called, Rule Thirty Seven or whatever. Hmm. I mean, do you think it would have to be a video game? I don't know. Could you make it like a Portland-based porn? See, I don't want to be that niche. I want the whole, If I'm going to write erotic, uh-huh. shitty fan film, mm-hmm. I want to hit all of it. God, yeah. they, God damn, they took Sasquatch from us. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. true. Sasquatch, that. Sasquatch is out. Dinosaur porn. All right, what is it? <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess you could do dinosaur um, porn. Um, all right, so let's think about something that would be on a national level interest. <gasps> Beanie has a good suggestion. What about wizard erotica? But there might be some Harry Potter. I'm sure there is already. I could try. Wizard, I could try. Wow. I could try Wizard Erotica. Yeah. I don't know. That might actually be too serious. You might take it too. See, I don't know if you're capable of writing stupid stuff. See, I would yeah. say like <laughs> kind of I would thing. say Game Thanks, of Thrones, but mm. that's half porn anyway. So yeah, and there already is porn. And there's already yeah. one called a Game yeah. of Bones anyway. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I don't know why that makes me laugh. That that's is funny. The best. A Game of Bones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a winner in the game of bones. That's right. right. Um, you either win or take anal. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll brainstorm. If anyone has any suggestions, Darren, Aaron, what's don't the send best them way to us. people Actually, send don't them. send them to Aaron. <laughs> you know, send them don't. To Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows how to get a hold of me anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It's like chupacabra. Po- no, I don't want to write chupacabra porn because uh, I don't, I don't know how comic. that would work. Though, I mean, I mean, I guess you could. From goat Chupa- sucker to... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose. I wonder what that would rhyme with. I don't know. Uh, maybe not the bestiality Is there side. any other... I don't know. Is Mothman big enough to have erotica? Ooh, what about yeah. What about alien he, porn? Because he comes in the night. Yeah. Alien porn. Nah, I think that's out there a lot already. Are you kidding me, Greg? What is this? Like your first day alive? <laughs> alien porn? <laughs> okay. What? I swear. I'm, still, I remember- I'm sorry. I'm still boggled by that amazing comeback. <laughs> what is this? Your first day alive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's not I'm wrong. You got a good point there. Seriously, There's probably a I remember alien when I was in like fourth grade and seeing a like a fourth grade boy <laughs> like drawing an uh, an alien woman with three boobs. Like, there's been alien porn since people. What the fuck, Greg? Did you just step through the fat mirror or something? Yeah, fat alcoholic mirror. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, it's first day of life. 
<laughs> Jackass. <laughs> Don't you go play more Black Flag, loser. <laughs> and I can't do Pirate Erotica. I think there's an entire like section in Powell's called Pirate Erotica by now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there might be so- there might be something to Mothman. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> maybe maybe Mothman. I could maybe see Mothman. I, I feel but like it might be a little be... bit too niche. I don't think a lot of people know who Mothman is. I guess not. You know, I, don't know. I mean, Bigfoot. He's kind of the king. Yeah, Mothman. I mean, do I kind of go for the Bigfoot? And I just, but I take Skunk Ape. Hmm. <laughs> skunk Ape doesn't sound very sexy. But <laughs> oh, as opposed to the sectioning sort of... of the Skunk Ape. <laughs> the sectioning. That's what it needs to be called. You could do some sort of like Oculus porn. What, like where the porn? mirror reflects like sexy things happening. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's Harry Potter fanfic on that too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Man, <laughs> That's the problem. Harry Potter ideas. covers a lot of that. Chris shit. in the chat wrote, "While I'm listening to this, I'm looking up info on a church. I feel so dirty." <laughs> <laughs> what about dragon porn? <laughs> oh, Just about dragons. If there's squatch porn, like dragons having sex. Now with you're dragons? really into the animal. Now I want to ask here. You're really going for the animal side because <laughs> I'm trying to get the furry market. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, a lot right, of money to be had there. It, plus, I, plus, I think when you go the absurd, that's where you find the fetish. Okay. What about unicorn porn? It could be called uniporn. Uh, what about Power Ranger porn? That's no, probably a thing. You're just trying to... No. I mean, is it not? Wouldn't that be something? I guarantee it's already some slash fiction. All right. Well, so you want something that's never been done before? That might be kind well, of not hard. not never been done, but I want to be able to like sell it. Hmm. Um, it's being suggested. What about Doctor Who porn? Uh, maybe, but that's been done. Plus, the BBC locks that shit down. Yeah. Yeah. Doctor Why? It could be like a <laughs> kind of thing. Be like Doctor Poo. Whoa. Okay, first Do off, you, okay. Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, Sarah. First off, you first. Wait, I no, think, don't give her too much info to start off. I with don't here. think I know what it is. <laughs> Do you have? First off, I'm terrified by the fact that you think the word <laughs> and poo are supposed to go together. Do you like my headphone just fell off? Do you know what that means? I thought that was the pooping in the mouth one. No, whoa. Do no. you what? What am first I doing off, wrong, Sarah? First off, hold on. One, you probably shouldn't be throwing around that word if you don't know what it means. What right. is it? Go well, ahead and Google it. We're se- I don't don't put Google it in the it. chat. Go ahead and Google it. Yeah, nobody put anything in the chat associated with this. It, in Japanese, it simply means to coat. <laughs> that is what it means. It means to coat. Yeah, to Nipples coat. in the chat said, that's the grossest thing you've ever said, Sarah. That is I'm really... We're editing it. It is really no. gross. We're not yes. editing this. You're I'll bleep it. In- I'll bleep it so people can try to figure out what it is, but... But I just said to, you know how many bleeps you've got to put in now? <laughs> I do So every time I say you're going to bleep it? Probably. Oh. I can't, my computer froze. I, don't, I can't find it. You I don't know what just, it is. Okay, here we go. Simon in the chat wrote the best description of it. That is absolutely true. So you remember there's a weather phenomenon that's going on in the Northwest right now called uh-huh. Milky Rain? Where it's rain that's raining down and kind of coating cars. You know I'm, like taking oh. one for the, I'm taking one for the team and I'm Google searching on my phone. Okay, because I actually had to do this. I had to do this a few months ago because my Wait, my brother in law's sister didn't know what it meant because they're playing Cards Against Humanity. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I always thought it was oh the other thing. Oh my god! So it's like if, it's, you re- if, you really, if there's, you if there's really something happening outside and there's, there's a Milky a Rain coming down. Do you really want to know? And, and then really there are yes, I do want to know. There's one person, and then there are several other people who gather around said person and and coat her and Milky or him. Rain. Happens. Oh, Sarah's face wow. at understanding is amazing. Wow. Well, Aaron, how was the show today? Well, I was fine, baby. I taught Sarah what. <laughs> oh, was Greg there? Yeah, he was there. We both showed her. How did that go? Well, she had a funny look on her face, but I think she's smarter for it now. 
Oh my god. Where did this go? We should forward this episode to your mom. Oh, she would love Hey, we have a couple birthdays today. Let's do <laughs> that, starts that. With the, that starts with a <laughs> also. Birthday. I'm going to let you dig yourself out of this one. All right, we want to wish a very happy birthday. Or dry off, whatever. <laughs> oh, to Monica. Monica, I'm so sorry you're... We didn't do this before we started talking about this stuff. We yeah, really? You're going to associate this? Monica, <laughs> Sorry, this? Monica. Because no, or Michael. No, no, this no reset this. Birthday. Reset. They were giving her a better birthday than that. All right. Well, I, I started with one. Oh, person that's a hell of a party birthdays. if that's what your birthday was. <laughs> no, All right. So the first one is poor. One. <laughs> first this. one is Michael. Michael. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll say happy birthday to Michael. Michael. Happy birthday, sir. I hope you have a great one. Uh, please wash your ears out from the rest of what you just heard. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday oh, I no idea that was to you. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Oh, right. Happy birthday, Michael. No, kidding because you immediately went to poo. <sighs> yeah, I thought that was what it was. There was also another one. Okay. this Again, this is the one where now... Tom had no idea what we were going to be talking about before we brought up this birthday wish. So this is completely off of him. This is not his fault of the previous discussion. Uh, Tom wrote and asked us to wish his lovely wife, Monica, a birthday. Monica, you are wonderful. Monica, you are awesome. He wrote a very nice email. It was awesome to read. Like Seriously, made, made our week. And uh, Monica, and then we happy, ha- Monica, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Hopefully Monica. Hopefully you still listen after the show. Yes, we hope so. We love happy you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to oh, you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, damn right. <clears throat> I kind of want to do a show now where we just... And it's got to be one with Sarah or with Lisa Wood. Oh. Oh, well, that. I kind of want to do just like a sex term show and run them past, like, what do you know what this just is? Do, just be called NSFW. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Lisa would do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of shows, you have a show today, sure right? Sure do. Yes. Tell us about it. Uh, today, <laughs> so today at, at 5 30 on Drive Time of the Drive In, mm-hmm. I was actually inspired by the fact that today. NASA announced the Europa mission is a go. Oh, They got cool. the funding. They're going to send probes over the next few years to get it ready. We're going to orbit Europa and do, like, drilling into the ice flow, yes, the whole thing. so awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited. Uh, mainly because that's considered the one place on Earth or in the Earth's solar system that may have life. It's under the, that's under the ice in Europa. Yeah. It is very exciting. Yeah. So because of that, uh, today at 530, I'm going to be playing the complete score to Europa Report, which is an amazing sci-fi film mm-hmm. uh, composed by Bram McCreary, and I'm really excited to play it today. That's so cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Very Yay! awesome. And that's coming up at about 5.30 yep. p.m. Pacific on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yes. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, there, was, <laughs> there was one more birthday we did forget and we need to put on here because we went to his birthday party, So, I, but I realized we haven't done it on the show. Yeah. And that's, we need to say happy birthday. Oh, so am I doing, am I yeah. stopping everything that I'm do- currently doing? Yes. Reloading? Okay. That, was, that was me. I was saying that and then you weren't supposed to admit that out loud. And <laughs> I think it was pretty apparent. Just supposed to, to be everybody. doing that. <laughs> You know, As I was talking, we've admitted a lot out loud today. This it's, is the this is the most minor of infractions. This really God. is. Happy birthday, Troy! Happy birthday, Troy! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! On damn right! All right. I feel like we all learned a what lot. What about today. an alien fanfic where you go to Europa and then they discover under the sea um, mermaid? Aliens, mermaid aliens. You know what? There's too much floating around in my head right now. We need to stop this conversation. 
Because from the last thing <laughs> now to now, under the sea and mermaids and. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash store and pick up a hat and shirt. Because all I'm doing now is writing the version of Under the Sea in my head. Like the that's, whole See, thing. that's one more thing do, I've got to edit do, now. Do, 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 I'm going to have to edit like 15 minutes worth of show. Sorry. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.